All right. Yo, yo, yo. Let's go. It's the Great Debate Show with your host, myself, Jarvis Jeffries, Terrence Smith, Nick Ely. We're in the building. We've got so much to talk about today. Ah, on a Tuesday, terrific Tuesday, that is. You're listening to the lovely sounds of Sky's the Limit, the late notorious B.I.G. in the background. And Sky's the Limit for a lot of teams in the NFL. We had a great week one, I would say. Um, maybe didn't end the way the New York Jets fans would like. But we got a great start off to week one. Uh, let's get into it right now. So much going on, so much to talk about. The San Francisco 49ers um, pumped out the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Dallas Cowboys, man, did the, did the New York Giants even show up? Um, who's the most explosive offense in the league? Is it the Miami Dolphins? Defense didn't look good, but damn, boy, did that offense ever look good. We got to talk about Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Was Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks a fluke last year? It's early. Overreaction Monday or not overreaction Monday. We're not going to try to you know, overreact. Let's get it started, though. But first, guys, Terrence Smith, Nick Ely. Man, how y'all feeling today? <laughs> hey, good here. We, uh, we're all showing up as winners this week, uh, so we all start the season off right. I was about to say that, yeah, man. We all, we all get to start the season 1-0. and um, Some with more convincing wins than others. Uh, but certainly, I think we'll, uh, we'll all take, uh, take a W at the end of week one. You got that right. We sure in the hell will take it, no matter how we get it. We will take it. And we're going to get into all of our wins and a few other teams as well. Um, we want to first start off with uh, what we saw on yesterday. Before we get started, I want to start with Terrence Smith and his Baltimore Ravens. I'd like to get his take quickly on you know what he saw. We know it took them a while to kind of get going, but I want to talk about that big loss uh, for with J.K. Dobbins, their running back, I think this is the second time that they've lost him for for the whole season, and this time it's a tear, it's an Achilles tear. So I want to get to that in a minute. Before, but for one brief moment, I just want to let everybody know that if you're in the Mid South area, you know, like Memphis, Tennessee, where we are, or North Mississippi, you will wanna you wanna go pull up and uh, holler at uh, Chef Swagger. Open open up with you know. Chef Swagger, man, he's got these salads and these wraps and these gyros or, or these 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 sandwiches, these lamb gyros, these chicken quesadillas, these salmon quesadillas, these everything. It's just so much, and it's a lot. It's more than what you would expect. You're definitely getting your bang for your buck. Uh, it, it's just a lot of food, and it's healthy. It's a good, healthy, balanced meal. All you have to do is just go pull up on a man, or you can give him a phone call at 901-417-1492. Again, that's 901-417-1492. Eat green urban salads with Chef Swagger. Man, just tell him that the good guys over at the Great Debate Show sent you, and um, get you a great healthy delicious meal you a lot of people have thought that it's some bullshit i'm just gonna be honest with you until they try it it is scrumptious all right now getting into what happened on sunday terrence your baltimore ravens got the win i know you'll take that any time of the day however you didn't get out of there 100% healthy. Tell us about Dobbins. Tell us about the plans that the Baltimore Ravens are going to, you know, whatever plans they may have. Yet. Are they in the uh, Jonathan Taylor um, 
hunt right now or what? What's going on in Baltimore? Yeah, well, first and foremost, uh, I just hope for a easy and, 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 and uh, strong recovery for uh, J.K. Dodger. Very unfortunate for him. I've always been a fan of him. Uh, also, a contract year for him, he was holding out at one point. Uh, and I, I hate this to happen because a lot of times run, this happens to running backs and they literally never get their money. So uh, I hope that, uh, that the future is still bright for uh, Mr. Dodgers, so first and foremost. Uh, secondly, you know what? I thought about this earlier, and the, and the first thought that hit me was uh, they should just trade for Jonathan Taylor, right? Like it seems like the easiest thing in the world to do. Uh, you know, maybe maybe a second round pick, maybe a second and a fourth. Uh, excuse me. You know, seems like an easy thing to do, right? But I think there's an even easier move out there, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's a, a good hot running back out there that is still unsigned. Uh, and, and Kareem Hunt is still unsigned, right? Yeah, he is. I believe it's true. He is. I think the easiest thing to do is just to go sign Kareem Hunt and you don't have to give up anything. That would make sense. You know, Kareem Hunt is still a young, is still a young running back. He's been splitting carries with Nick Chubb for the past, what, two, three seasons. Uh, so there's not a, not a whole lot of mileage on him. He's not coming off of an injury like Jonathan Taylor is. So I think the the easiest option uh, would just be to sign Kareem Hunt to a one year deal. That would be and, that would uh, make sense. I think Kareem Hunt made a smart move, not signing with anybody. Injuries happen. He just sit back and wait on the injury to happen. Very unfortunate that it happened in week one, but it did. And here we are. So I think the easiest move is just to go and sign Kareem Hunt and give him a week a week or so to uh, pick up the offense and let's keep rolling. Do you think that? Do you think that'll help? Yeah, it makes sense. Do you think that would help, though, the Ravens? Uh, do you think you're going to be falling off a little bit, or do you think you're going to be the same, or could it actually uh, excel the offense? As a matter of fact, I think Kareem Hunt um, is more than likely a better receiver as a running back than, uh, than J.K. Dobbins would. Yeah, no doubt. I think he is. I think he is. All right, well, we'll see what happens. It does make sense. Why give up anything for Jonathan Taylor when you're probably not going to get him anyway when you can just sign him off the street? Kareem Hunt had almost signed with the New Orleans Saints, but that's been about a month now, and we've we never heard anything else. That would have been pretty dangerous if you had Kareem Hunt in the backfield um, with Alvin Kamara or, you know, splitting carries. But now maybe he could be in the backfield with Lamar Jackson. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, congratulations on the win, though, Terrence. You got off to a slow start. But nonetheless, you got it going. Mark Andrews was out. I know that's Lamar Jackson's security blanket. It was good to see him finally get it going a little bit, um, taking advantage of the one-on-ones that OBJ was surprisingly getting. He's got to trust himself and go ahead and take those shots. When he finally did, guess what? It worked. All right. So uh, let's. Let, but before we get into Sunday's football games, we want to first start with the the breaking news. The J.K. Dobbins from Terrence that was breaking news, so I wanted him to get that part out. Now let's get into the real meat and potatoes here. Monday Night Football. Again, you'll be hearing this on a Tuesday, but we're live right now during Monday Night Football. And Aaron Rodgers came out. It's 9-11. He runs out with the American flag, and he gets four plays, four snaps for the New York Jets, and um, uh, only three offensive snaps, but uh, only three offensive plays, but four snaps. And just like that, his ankle snapped or something. Something happened. They're saying it's an ankle injury. 
He was ruled out for the game, even though tests were negative. All right, so let's start with Nick and then Terrence. You can come in behind that. Um, if anything happens where the Jets win the game, hopefully we'll get to talk about that before this episode expires. If not, hey, you know, like the Jets are the, the Jets should be good. The Bills are gonna be good. We know that. We'll find out about Aaron Rodgers when we can. We won't have that information before this game ends or before you hear this episode on a Tuesday because. They just, they're only telling us that tests are negative, but he's not returning. So he's ruled out for the game. Nick, tell me, this is very crushing for the Jets, but do you think it's really going to hurt them this season? Or do you think Aaron Rodgers can get back, you know, pretty soon here before, you know, these these losses start catching up? Or do you think they can actually win some of these games without Aaron Rodgers? Give me your take on it. And uh, I know you can't give a prediction because the game's not final yet, but we think the Bills are going to get away with this win. The floor is yours, Nick. Yeah, man, the, you know, the second half is just not kicking off here. Of course, the uh, the Jets are getting the ball to start the half. Zach Wilson is still a terrible quarterback. Uh, he's already thrown an interception. He did, he did go 8-12 for 80 yards in the first half. Um, you know, he had a couple of throws that look like they may give the Jets a little bit of hope. Um, but then, of course, he turned around and threw a pick. That was, it was very obviously the wrong decision. Um so, you know, it's a repeat of what they had last year, and we saw how things went last year. So, uh, no, without Aaron Rodgers, I think they're uh, they're relatively cooked. Um, but, you know, we, we do definitely, um, you know, hope Aaron Rodgers gets healthy here pretty soon and can uh, can get back on the field here soon. Um, yeah, I mean, that injury did not – it looked like nothing, right? But you have to – Look very closely. Uh, Leonard Floyd, his whole, all, pretty much all of Leonard Floyd's weight came down on the back of uh, Aaron Rodgers' ankles. And looking at that replay again, guys, if you look at it closely, I think I see movement in his calf. We, we all know what that means. Uh, I hope that's not the case. I hope this just a, this just an untrained eye that's looking at a replay in slow motion. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 Terrence, I was just going to ask you a question. You said all the conspiracy theories. You're already hearing people say that he's not hurt? They, I mean, that they don't think he's hurt? Listen, anytime you see a play like that and you don't really see much. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and, and with the way that online betting is, I was talking about calling for the game started. I'm sure I'm not the only one who had a Rodgers lighting it up uh, today or at least uh, with the something, right? If he had him, hadn't gone over on anything, like, that's not going to happen. So I'm
Well, Terrence, if it's it, yeah. Well, Terrence, if I know better, if he's really hurt for real, it's it's probably the latter on what you just said with the Achilles, and that will be back to back days where somebody was out for the season with an Achilles. Um, I told y'all that hard knock stuff, man. It's just a jinx. Nobody ever has a good season when they're on there. Um, I know, I know, people would like to tell themselves, yeah, but it's Aaron Rodgers, yeah, but it's the Jets, and. Um, I don't think they were going to have a good season anyway. Look at Zach Wilson right now. He's scrambling for his damn life. I mean, they're they actually trying to get something going here with this drive, but it's mostly the running, the running game. It's not anything really in the passing game. This offensive line has its issues. We've talked about that a little bit. Everybody else has talked about it, but they've tried to just kind of kick it under the rug and downplay it because we've got Aaron Bleepy Rodgers. Well, who the hell do you think Aaron Rodgers is? Nobody can, and Patrick Mahomes, Michael Vick, everybody, any quarterback will be running for their life if they're not well protected. Now, that was just a freak play kind of, but he did get pressured a few times, and he, didn't, he, only, he only had three offensive plays. He was pressured on two out of those three, and unfortunately, that was not a good one, but we'll see. Maybe he's fine. Um, I did see him when he dropped back down on the highlight. I'm like, mm, what is this about? Yeah, that's not right. It doesn't look right. I'm not going to be one of those conspiracy theorists to say that he's not hurt. I didn't see much when I looked at it again, but they don't really slow it down the way I would like them to either. So who knows, man? But just the fact that it's 9-11, he came out with the flag. There was so much hype. These parlays that you're talking about, T, man, he may not be. He may be fine. Who knows? We'll see. Um, just I could just picture him playing next week or the week after next, and it looks like nothing ever happened. Um, I thought they were going to roll out the tape. And he was going to jog back out there or limp back out there and have an historic night. But no, nothing. So anyway, maybe Zach Wilson to the rescue, and we will see how he does. All right, so we got to keep it moving, though. Sunday's game, we will keep we will keep informing you uh, as this game goes on. I'm looking at Zach Wilson running for his life right now on a third and 13. So, I mean, I think Aaron Rodgers would have been doing the same damn thing, though, and he wouldn't have been as fast as Zach Wilson is running for his life. It's, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's not not looking like it's gonna be uh, as peachy as people thought for the Jets this season. I'm not surprised one bit. I wasn't high on them in the first damn place, but uh, man, shot somebody go, somebody do something and call somebody whoever knows Mike Greeny uh, with the the ESPN's Mike Greeny. Somebody get him uh, because he could be on suicide watch. The way he was so geeked and hyped up for this season, man. His, his daughter has actually already tweeted, thank you everyone for your concern about my father's mental state. I'm here to confirm it is not good. Yep, you see there? He's going to go bananas in the... Uh, He's going to go bananas on a Tuesday morning on Get Up. But anyway, yeah, I feel for him because he, I do love me some Greeny, but he has really worn me out with this damn jet shit. And, but, I, but I still hate it for him because this is not what he expected. And three plays. Wow. All right. Enough of them. 15 minutes already gone. Guys, let's get into these Sunday's games, and I'll start from top to bottom. Um, let's just get straight to my team while we're at it. Fuck it. Let's just get straight to it. Uh, I picked the Steelers to win the game. So did you guys. Uh, again, it's been a wild offseason full of drama. There's been this big dark cloud over the San Francisco 49ers all offseason. So I didn't know what to expect and what to think. On paper, I've said we look like we could win the whole damn thing. But also, I've said that we're top-heavy, and we don't really have the depth that, that I think that we should have, and this could blow up in our face, and it could be bad. It could be a very good season or a very bad season. Well, some of those people 
uh, what I talked about as far as death, like Cleveland Farrell, former first-round pick with the Raiders. He had himself a pretty good game. But Drake Jackson, the guy that I was worried about the most, opposite of Nick Bosa, who, you know, didn't play all the snaps, but he did early on. He played enough. And he played well. Uh, well enough, I guess. But Drake Jackson had the day. The day that we expected Bosa to have. Drake Jackson, second-year pro out of USC. Three sacks. Gotta give a shout-out to him. Um, wasn't expecting that. I don't know. I'm, I don't want to overreact, guys. I don't know if the Steelers are that bad or if my Niners are that good. All I know is I'm going to take the win. And Brock Purdy does look... Like he's healthy. Um, now, I'm not going to say some of his passes weren't, um, how can I put it? I hate to say the word duck, but he did throw a few ducks at times. But he put the ducks where they needed to be. And I'm okay with ducks because, hey, Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl throwing ducks. All I know is this. He just he just gets it. And he just got it. And he makes the whole team move, the whole offense. He just gets it. And he just, with him, everybody believes in him. They showed that. Uh, Nick Bosa said, I hope that shuts up the haters. Man, it's just one game, Nick. And I'm not a hater. I said that I love Bosa. I mean, I love Purdy. I just hope that Purdy is not a flash in the pan. And I refuse to say he was the real deal because of Colin Kaepernick, Jimmy Garoppolo, other quarterbacks that I thought were the franchise for the Niners, and they turned out not to be. That's it. It's just one game, but I love that one game. And we, we really did, like, Treat the Pittsburgh Steelers like some bitches. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I didn't expect for us to be that great, for us to look that good. We were just popping and clicking on all cylinders. Kyle Shanahan definitely had these guys ready. I'm happy. It's just week one, though. Again, not trying to overreact. But a Purdy can stay healthy, and he looks healthy. This is exactly what, you know, this is exactly what I expect for this team. A team to go to the Super Bowl and win it all this year. Because there will be some salary cap issues. Now, I also want to say... Parag Marate, before I let you all speak on this game, I want to say Parag Marate, the GOAT when it comes to doing contracts for any organization in this league, he does it for the 49ers. I didn't know how that Nick Bosa contract was. Well, I know now. It's just as I expected. Team fucking friendly. I mean, it is so team friendly, it's ridiculous. Nick Bosa is the fool, really, for showing up. So maybe he does want to win the Super Bowl. Maybe he really did want to be there with his people. And he just waited to the last minute because he knew it was some bullshit that he was about to sign. That dude is getting like $14 million here, $17 million there. And then those last three years is when they backload the shit out of that contract. Where it's $35 million here, $40 million here, $50 million there. Yeah. They will restructure it as the years go by. Give them a signing bonus. Hey, take this, and we're going to do that. Hey, take this, and we're going to tweak this contract, and we're going to do that. That's what the Niners do. They do it better than anybody else. Parag Morate, the GOAT. Now that I've seen the contract, I'm fine. I just wonder what the hell took so long. And Armstead and Kittle restructuring their contracts now with $40 million, $41.5 million of cap space for this season tells me one thing. They're finally going to fix that right side of the offensive line. That I was worried about. And yes, he did give up three sacks to T.J. Watt. But we still survived. He's going to fix that right side of that offensive line. Or he's, or he's saving that money for a Tom Brady to come out of retirement. If there's an injury or something. Or they or possibly another pass rusher. But I don't think that's going to be necessary the way we looked yesterday. We'll see. Just wanted to get that out of the way, though. The Niners, they definitely can do this now. They need to do it now. They look like they can do it now. But again, it's just week one. The Steelers just could be that bad. I'm not sure. Guys, what do you think? I'll start with Terrence, and then you can tell me the same, Nick. 
Yeah, I mean, listen, I had two questions about the 49ers. Because that personnel is not a question. Uh, I know you have your feelings about Shanahan, but the coaches is not a question. Uh, they are one of the few teams that are consistently in their Super Bowl window. The questions I had was, can they block the right side of the line? They had the biggest test in the league yesterday on the right side of the line, in my opinion, uh, yesterday. Uh, and they, they blocked it up pretty well, so put a check mark by that. Well, no, no, no. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say they did it well. Now he gave up three sacks to TJ Watt. I mean, listen, it's TJ Watt, man. Listen, it, if, if TJ Watt is not in your face every single play, yeah, you blocked it up well. Trust me. Got you. Uh, Got you. And uh, the next question was Brock Purdy's health. Uh, and listen, the throws I need to see him throw, he looks fine now. Okay. All right. Good stuff. San Francisco 49ers 30 to 7, even though it felt like they won 50 to 7. But uh yeah, it was a very very eye opener for me and a lot of other fans, I'm sure, around the league. They definitely put the league on notice. Brandon Ayuk, I said, was going to have a tear of a season. Watch out for him. Well, he got off to a hell of a start. I mean, catching touchdowns, what did he do? We're going to move on, but I just you know, wanted to just state the, the, the obvious of what I had been saying all along. He was going to have himself a season, and that's exactly what he did. Uh, two touchdowns. Uh, eight targets, eight catches, and he got over 100 yards. Uh, I think a buck 25, buck 29. <laughs> this is what this is what he's been showing us in camp that he was ready and he couldn't wait to get started. And uh, yeah, man, if he stays healthy, watch out. It's gonna be a hell of a 
hell of a season for, for Brandon Ayoub. All right, so we're going to keep it pushing, and uh, we're going to push next to the Dallas Cowboys. Real quick, the Dallas Cowboys snapped out against the New York Giants. I know a lot of people have been saying the Cowboys aren't going to win this one. The Giants have just beaten the Cowboys. I mean, the Cowboys have beaten the Giants so much. Dak Prescott has beaten them so much. But with a 40 to nothing smash in MetLife Stadium, whew, um, guys, as good as the 49ers were yesterday, some people say the Dallas Cowboys are the best defense in the league, and I ain't really arguing with anybody that says they are or that says they aren't. On Madden, they definitely look like the best defense in the league. No doubt. I have not lost a game with the Dallas Cowboys on Madden 24. That's, like, for real, for real. And I played with Trey Lance. I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. I put Dak out. Trey Lance, I'm throwing bombs in that bitch. But anyway, that's not the end of there. Let's start with Terrence. Um, whew, 40 to nothing. I mean, is this for real? Are the Cowboys this good? You know what? You know, you know what is for real? I'll, I'll let you and Nick talk about the Cowboys. You know what is for real? The Giants state. Ooh, that's what I was going to ask you. So, you, you, you really think that? That organization right now has a losing mentality. Now, let me just, I want to just point this out about it. Daniel Jones has never even been a good quarterback. Daniel Jones was bottom tier for most of his career. Last year, he played better and became a, a mediocre quarterback. And what did the Giants do? They rewarded him with a big deal. For what? What? Uh, what I, I, I remember seeing in the draft, I remember seeing the Houston Texans having the second pick. They picked their quarterback. They got their future right there. Hopefully it works out for them, by the way. I like these in this draft. Right after that, they traded for the next pick and got their defensive player of the future. I see teams like the Giants who are okay with giving a good, a big contract to Daniel Jones and wouldn't even pay Saquon. Why not take that money, pay Saquon, then try to put talent around the Giants? Or, you know what, how's, how's it even better? Here's even better. Tell Daniel Jones to hit the brick. Take Saquon, trade him, and get some good assets, and actually build your team for the future. Huh. But, this, but this trash you keep putting out here, now you're going to suck for another two or three years with them. You refuse to accept the um, the truth that hey, your quarterback thinks, your team thinks it's not going to get better. And I just don't understand how that's just okay. I'm glad I'm not a Giants fan. Uh huh. I'm so glad I'm not. I, I, I wake up every day and think that the career that I'm not a Giants fan because that's the. Mm. Yeah, they suck. They are uh, they are not good at all. Um, the Cowboys are good. That defense is legit. Now, I, I'm going to give them their props as much as I don't want to because it's forever fucking Cowboys. But the defense is legit. I, I'm, I'm going give to them, give them what they are, what they deserve on that. Uh, you know, when Blackfield goes to the house and uh, what was a pick six or, or a fumble they called they took to the house, something like that, um, they were they were all over the field yesterday, man. It was, it was so funny. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of Giants fans that were trolling uh, Kadarius Tony after the awful game that he had against the Chiefs uh, on Thursday night. I mean, excuse me, before the Chiefs on Thursday night against the Lions. It took the Giants a whole 38 minutes of football to match uh, the one yard of receiving, I believe, that that uh, Kadarius Tony had on Thursday. So let's just let's keep that in mind, uh, Giants fans. It's 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 that bad. Uh, regardless of how good the Cowboys defense may be, it's, it should not be that bad. 
Um, and, you know, 40 to nothing, you know, on opening weekend at home. That's just um, the Giants are not good. The Cowboys are, are very good. Um, Dak Prescott was, was still not very impressive. Uh, we, the jury is still out on whether he will continue to hold uh, hold the Cowboys back this season. Um, but uh, for now, he, he certainly didn't. You know, four to zero. Nobody held held that team back um, on Sunday night. All right, uh, Josh Allen threw another pick. I'm sure you guys saw that in the end zone. Uh, so he's oh, keeping wow. the he's keeping the Jets in the game for sure. 13-6, Jets have the ball back. Um, they got it back on the 20. And uh, so we'll see. Josh Allen, man, like I, I have my doubts about him. I've said that before. I got him in the I cannot well the hot seat or whatever you want to call it. Like he I know he's gonna be there for a while and he's gotten paid already, but he does a lot of boneheaded things at times and I don't like how people let him get away with that. Well I have started to hear people in the media get on him like you got to tighten it up, you know, in the red zone. You got to stop these red zone turnovers. Well, he's not in the red zone turning his ball over. He's just slinging it deep and in double coverage, you know. Like, stop it. Um, but anyway, I had said, uh, remember remember who Josh Allen was before they got Diggs. All right. Uh, let's keep it pushing, though. We talked about the 49ers and the Steelers. We talked about the Cowboys game. I, the Cowboys are very good on defense, but Terrence seems to think that the Giants are just that much bad. They did overreact, in my opinion, when they paid Daniel Jones. They overreacted off one playoff win. But, again, it was the Vikings. Don't go crazy because they won a road playoff game against the Vikings. It was the Vikings. We never expected the Vikings to do a damn thing in the postseason, and they were the second seed all season last year. We never really, you know, Thought that they would do much. We just respected what they were doing because they got Justin Jefferson and, you know, Kirk Cousins is not bad. But we didn't expect much. They overreacted after that playoff win. It's obvious. All right. Uh, now we're going to keep it pushing. Uh, what else do we have here? All right. Let's 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 start with this. <sighs> All right. The, the, the Miami Dolphins. Are they the most explosive? Are they the most explosive offense in the league? We talked about them in the Chargers. I told you all that it was going to be a Miami Dolphin home game, even though it's in LA. The Chargers don't get home games in LA. They just don't. Uh, sometimes the Rams don't either. It's fucking LA. So everybody was there from South Beach or from somewhere. There were plenty of Dolphins fans. Now, Big Fangio, hang out to talk about him, guys, but he usually is at his best his first season with a new team. He did it in 2011 with the 49ers. Everywhere he's goes, Chicago Bears, everywhere he goes his first season, statistically, they are better. Well, I hope week one, you know, doesn't prove how this season is going to go because they got clobbered uh, defensively. Big play after big play. It was up and down the field, back and forth. Tua throws a touchdown. All right, my turn. Herbert throws a touchdown. Eckler was running wild, and Eckler is a bad boy, very underrated. But the Dolphins still get the win. Not, no surprise to me. Tua to Tyreek Hill to Waddle. Man, I love seeing that offense. That's my AFC team. Again, I'm so happy that Brock, Pur that Brock Purdy is not a flash in the pan. I, as long as he stays healthy, we definitely can get it done. He still has limitations, and that's why I hated Trey Leff. Because I, I remember what Terrence said earlier when he was alluding to, you know, like he don't, they don't even do much. He throws short passes. and then they, Well, that's the problem. I want him to go deep, too, at times. Because there's going to be times in January where you need to be able to make that play. And I don't know. But anyway, I'm glad he's back. And I'm glad he's not a flash in the pan. Our offense... It's our offense. But that Dolphins team, that's our offense to the second power. 
because they have the deep shot guy and they have the quarterback that can take the deep shot. And that's why I love that offense so much. 36-34 was the win for the Dolphins. Uh, I'm going to say it now, and I know, please, people don't get mad at me, but I've got the Dolphins winning the AFC if something happens to Kelsey, if Kelsey can't play for a few more games. I was going to say Chris Jones, but that was kind of breaking news. He's back, and that's dangerous for the AFC, but he's back. Signed a one-year deal on late Monday. He's got some incentives. No extra years, but he's got extra money, so he's fine. He's coming. The Chiefs knew they had to do something, so they're doing a little something. So, But if the Chiefs somehow don't make the Super Bowl, I got the Dolphins. And I got the Dolphins versus the 49ers. This was my prediction around 8.30 a.m. on a Sunday morning before anyone kicked off other than the Chiefs and the Raiders. I mean, other than the Chiefs and the, Dol- uh, and the Lions. This was my pick. The Dolphins look like they can do it. The defense looked atrocious, but I'm sure they'll get better. Jalen Ramsey has to come back. Vic Fangio will tighten things up. Guys, I got the Dolphins winning the AFC. I can see the Dolphins versus the Ravens or the Dolphins versus the Chiefs. In the AFC Championship. Let's start with Terrence. I was very impressed. What about y'all? 1-0 for the Miami Dolphins. If Tua stays healthy, what do y'all think about these Dolphins? The the more I, like, see this this tandem of Tua and Waddle and and, uh, Tyreek Hill and McDaniels and that whole offense, the list, bad I feel about how they screwed me out of my money last year. I'm always going to talk about this guy. You guys got to just keep ready. Yeah, yeah, I see that. <laughs> uh, but the, the, I don't feel as bad about it now because you know what? I don't know if anybody is really stopping that hmm. as long as everybody is on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can just say this, y'all. Listen, if Tua did not get those concussions this year and can actually stay on the field, and this league in trouble. Yes. And a lot of absolutely in trouble. Uh, because uh, uh, the Chargers don't have a bad defense. The Chargers have two good uh, two good pass rushes. They've got pretty good linebackers. One of the top uh, safeties in the league. Yeah. A couple of good corners. <laughs> like, the, the Chargers may be one of the few teams that can match up with them personnel-wise as far as just playing for player, not, not by speed. Nobody matches up with them speed, by speed-wise. And um, it's a big trouble for everybody. And I, I, no, I, I haven't really looked at the full schedule as far as like if Miami is on our schedule. So I looked at that. Yeah, so hopefully Miami is not on our schedule because I don't want to see that again. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, you might not be wrong about that. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to go on and pimp them in for an injury uh, along with yourself. Um, in the AFC Championship game, man, because those guys, and I hate. I hate that, you know, we're, we're having to have this conversation right after uh, right after the first week of the season and, you know, people call it overreaction Monday. But, hey, man, the proof is in the pudding. The games that he was playing and healthy last year, the games that he was, he was healthy and played this year, Tua with those guys is a, is a man for this. That offense is for this, and they are looking to take the soul. So, good luck, guys. That's right. FYIT, Dolphins and Ravens, New Year's Eve, Week 17. Oh, <laughs> so much for that, T. I knew it was on there. I just tried to act like it wasn't. Well, at least it's in Baltimore again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, big dog. Week 17, that's when they come to town. Uh, 11 catches, 215 yards, two touchdowns for Tyreek Hill. 466 uh, yards for two. It's talking about lower. They, like, 
sounds like man. The most disposable offense in the league. Based off this, this first week, I think there's there's no question that they are. Um, plenty of big plays from Tua, a couple from Jalen, from Tua to uh, Tyreek, a couple to Jalen Waddle as well. Um, both offenses look very good, but the Dolphins, Dolphins offenses seem to have another gear. They just brought them to a level of borderline um, being unstoppable, and they had just enough obviously to uh, to top the top the uh, top the Chargers uh, in this game. Um, so yeah, as far as we know, they most explosive offense. I think that's I think that's pretty much a given after we'll be seeing this first week. Uh, that being said, I don't know that I'm quite ready to go as far as you guys and put them, uh, you know, potentially in the Super Bowl um, or coming out of the AFC this year. I think they they do have the ability to do it, um, but whether they are able to put it together over more experienced teams like the Chiefs or the Bengals uh, remains to be seen. And uh, and my pick, like I said, even with that all being said, was actually the Ravens. Uh, to be able to do it this year, they weren't they weren't quite the performance that I expected out of them, particularly on the offensive end. But uh, you know, I, I think they have with a lot of teams, including my own, which I'm sure we'll talk about here soon. Where just the offenses were not quite up to to what we expected. Um, but you know, that, that first week or so that can happen. Um, I think I think the the, uh, the Ravens as well as uh, the, the Dolphins, obviously they were just fine. I think my Eagles would be just fine going forward as well. Yeah, uh, look, J.C. Jackson got a lot of money uh, for the char for the Chargers, and you know he. It, it, I, I'm not gonna shit on him because it's Tyreek Hill. You know, like you can only do so much. But Nick just said what 11 catches for 200 and something yards. Yeah, Levin catches 215 and two touchdowns. I mean, damn. Come on, man. And again, anybody that wants to pull my card, anybody that wants to say, oh, well, anybody can pick them now, the defense was atrocious. But I'm going with the pick because I, I said it weeks ago. And then I texted. I've got the screenshot. If anybody wants to see it, hit me up. Jarvis Jeffries on Facebook. Watch this entertainment slash the great debate show. The great debate show slash watch this entertainment on, on X. Hit me up. I can show you the screenshot. 8.30 a.m. Sunday morning, I say, I go ahead and make it official. I don't know why we hadn't did our Super Bowl picks yet before they kicked off the season. But it's just week one. What the hell? Get it out of the way. I've always kind of thought... Dolphins Niners, teacher versus student, Shanahan versus McDaniel, who runs it better? And then I heard this interview on Sunday morning where Mike McDaniel was just talking about him being an alcoholic and before Kyle Shanahan gave him a job and he hadn't drunk since the day he uh, was fired by um, uh, blah, 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 by uh, Kubiak, by, by Kubiak in Houston and, you know, just so he's like, he's been, he's been sober for like the past seven years and uh, there's that seven again. And um, just, I don't know, it just gave me, like, this is a story here. Like, the, this, Mike McDaniel and Shanahan are going to be in the Super Bowl. Now, it could be the Chargers. It could be the Chargers uh, because that's the team that the Niners beat the last time they won a Super Bowl. So, I wouldn't rule out the Chargers either. I like the Chargers offense. Boy, do I. But the Dolphins are just so much fun to watch. And I'll say this before we keep it moving. It's been 29 years since the San Francisco 49ers won a Super Bowl. And the last time they won a Super Bowl, it was Super Bowl 29. 29 years ago. I don't know if that would be against the Chargers like it was the last time or the Dolphins, but I'm picking the Dolphins. And um, hopefully hopefully, uh, Schrager, the NFL Network guy, is not right with his prediction this year where he says the the Chiefs will beat my Niners. But the Dolphins look explosive, man, man, man. And I guess I'm kind of predicting a team that I think we still can beat because, of course, you know I don't want to play the Chiefs again. Uh, I know that feeling, and I don't want to feel that way again. Uh, from 2019. But anyway, the Dolphins look good. Man, they look good. And I'm not surprised at all. This They look like this last year, as Terrence was saying. 
before Tua went down. And even if he goes down, man, they will call Tom Brady, and Brady will come and play for them because he's already hinting at playing for the Dolphins. Um, so anyway, uh, great week one. But now let's get into the not so good of week one as we close out here. And I'm trying to stall, even though we're running out of time. I'm trying to stall to see where this game is going to go. The Bills are letting the Jets hang around, though. So you know, y'all may be on to something still. The Jets may still get this win somehow. We'll see. But yesterday, Nick, let's start with you here. Now, I've, I've, I've told you that you guys lost your OC and your DC. I know that doesn't really matter a lot when you don't lose players. Players are more important than coaches, but sometimes coaches outweigh the talent. They've lost the OC and the DC, and um, they didn't look too too shabby on Sunday. Now, it was bad weather. It was a lot of rain in New England. That is Bill Belichick and the defensive mind. But, man, they let the Patriots hang in there, and honestly, the Patriots really should have won that game if the Patriots were any good, but they're just not good enough. The Eagles survived with the win. What was it, 25-20 or something like that? But uh, Jalen Hurts had a turnover um, when they were trying to put the game away. He fumbles. Kind of starting to see that uh, a little bit more than I would like. But the defense, when it was time to make a play, old Fletcher Cox and those guys said, man, let's put these boys to sleep. And that's exactly what they did, Terrence. I mean, Nick. But, Nick, go ahead and give me your thoughts on yesterday's game. It's just week one, and I'm not trying to overreact. What are you doing? Exactly that. It's just week one. I'm not gonna overreact. We got a W. Um, you know, like I said, first week, you know, new new offensive coordinator system, slightly different. Uh, trying to get our ducks in a row. You know, we came out strong in the beginning uh, with the uh, with the pick six, of course, that that Slay had. Um, a couple other big plays had us up early. Patriots obviously coached by the goat and Bill Belichick. Um, you know, they they don't generally just. Uh, kind of give up and lay down and, and get blown out that way. And so uh, the fact that they found a way back into the game is not entirely surprising. Um, but it, it'll be okay. You know, like I said, it wasn't our best offensive showing. It wasn't even our best defensive showing, really, um, particularly in the second half. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get it together as we go forward, uh, get get more comfortable with the new scheme and kind of some of the new wrinkles there. And we'll be fine. So I'm not stressed about it too bad. I'm just, you know, I'm glad we get out with a win. Yeah, okay. I, I wouldn't overreact to it. He just finished with Belichick. Belichick has done a lot worse to better offenses. Uh, I think the Eagles still will be playing. Okay. All right, good stuff. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. I agree with the both of you. I'm not overreacting at all. But I was almost right. I picked the Patriots to win just for the hell of it to be different. And I almost got it right, though. But, uh, but no, I'm not overreacting at all. Uh, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. and. Yeah, well, you know, that was that was the part. Well, let me be quiet. <laughs> let me be quiet. I think, I think I said it was four and a half. It, four and a half or was it three and a half? No, nah, it was four. It was four and a half. We won, we won by five, didn't we? Oh, you did cover then. You did cover. I went I went plus four, I believe, New England. So, yeah, you're right. You did cover. 25-20. You won 20, 25-20. Yeah, you did win. Okay, you covered. You covered. Um, mm-hmm. I was worried about the Ravens covering, but they did. And uh, who else was I worried about? Oh, yeah, let's get to this. The Cleveland Browns. I had the Cleveland Browns on my parlay to win on Sunday, and they definitely done that. But do y'all think the defense is real? And after you tell me that, start with Terrence since this this is his AFC North uh, division foe. Are the Browns defense for real? And, uh, and that, again, they always play the Bengals good. For whatever reason, it's a mismatch problem. 
for the Cincinnati Bengals. It just is. They they struggle with the Browns' defense. Are they that good for real? Or, you know, is it just week one? And did anybody see Deshaun Watson? Like, it's good that he's a dual threat. Because before, until he started using his legs, it wasn't looking good. I'm not trying to overreact here, but I've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And I still don't see the Deshaun Watson I saw back in Houston before all of the massages and all of the suspension and all of that crap. It was he was he really just was it D Hop making him look that good? Because I I'm still waiting. I know Amari Cooper's not a number one. He's not a true number one. But you got Chubb in the backfield, and you're supposed to be really good. He didn't seem like the, doesn't seem like he's giving the Cleveland Browns their money's worth. I could be wrong. Terrence, what do you see when you watch the Cleveland Browns and him? Three years now. <laughs> Three years now. <laughs> yeah. what it's looking like. Uh, Nick, what's your thoughts on the Cleveland Browns defense and Deshaun Watson? some more Deshaun Watson. I'm, I'm still waiting, Deshaun. I'm still waiting. We'll see. The Jets are really uh, making Josh Allen think twice about scrambling 
and running, which I'm so glad because I'm so sick of that. Like he, I, just because he's a big boy, damn, it doesn't mean like you can just run over everybody. And he's not running over the Jets tonight. Uh, but anyway, they're keeping the drive going, but the Jets are still staying in this. This is what the hype was about. The defense is good. The defense is good. And Josh Allen's still struggling a little bit uh, but against the Jets. But you just know they're going to make at least one play or two that they need before it's too late. All right, so let's let's keep it pushing toward the end. Um, as we await the Bills and Jets um, conclusion here, two people in, in, in particular yesterday, Justin Fields, and Geno Smith. Both were pretty disappointing. Uh, and I just want to ask you guys a question. Like, the Bears, did they put enough around Justin Fields? Because, look, we I don't want to say that we're making it. I don't want to make excuses for Fields. I don't want to make excuses for the Bears. But the Bears still look pretty damn bad. I know that's just week one. The Green Bay Packers, Jordan Love, he looked pretty damn good. I'm not saying he doesn't have a better supporting cast. But everybody told me the Bears have put together what they needed for the Bears and for Fields to be successful. Well, I still don't see that. And, uh, Josh Allen just threw another interception. That's three for the night. Um, but I, I just but but guys, it, did they put enough around Justin Fields? DJ Moore is there. They didn't really use him well. Why do they still have a defensive coach when you need to be trying to go offense for Justin Fields? You know how many black defensive coordinators or coaches have gotten fired because, all right, well, we got a quarterback, so we need to go offense. They're not doing that with Justin Fields. Is it him? Or are they not like, what's going on in Chicago? They look bad. And then you can jump immediately to Geno Smith uh, and what happened with them against the Rams because that was definitely a surprise to me. Division with them in the 49ers, where I thought they had, you know, taken some steps forward. 
Um, and Gino had made some moves in his career to be in a position where they would be a legit competitor. And uh, Sunday, they certainly didn't look like that against a team that um, in the Rams that I certainly don't expect to see uh, competing for, for anything postseason-wise. So, um, this one game for the Seahawks, certainly not a game they really could afford to lose. Um, so, so I, I look for them to be better uh, next week and, and for the weeks to come. Okay. Well, uh, that's about all I have, to be honest with you guys, except for it. That was a bad play that I saw on Sunday between uh, the Titans and Saints. That was a defensive uh, slobber knocker in New Orleans. But And Derek Carr didn't look that good. Um, no surprise to me and Terrence, though. Uh, Nick, if, you wanna, if you've got anything to say about that. But that was a bad play where Derek Carr, it was a fumble, and they ruled it an incomplete pass, and the Titans had picked it up and ran it all the way back. They lost by a point. If they made that right call, the Titans win that game. Now, it was a great showdown between D-Hop and Marshawn Lattimore. They definitely went at it. Always good to see. But, um, damn. Like, that was a defensive game. I don't know who is who. I don't know. You know, it's just week one. But both defenses look like they're going to be very nasty and good this year. The offenses, they went up against good defenses. But I just got to say the quarterbacks. If, if I had one more question for you guys, I would say, what could the Titans do if Tannehill isn't the guy if they realize it by week five, week six, but they're, you know, they're four and two, but they just know he's not going to get them where they want him to go? Or the New Orleans Saints, let's say they're four and two, and Derek Carr is just kind of, you know, he's not stinking it up, but he, everything is just so lethargic. Um, what do you say these two do about quarterbacks? Because that was hard to watch yesterday. Good defenses again, but those guys just, they put it in bad spots. Tannehill was forcing it just because he has a wide receiver. Uh, like, just a lot of idiotic plays on both. And I'm not surprised to see it at all from either one. Uh, I know you all have never been high on Tannehill, but I've tried to give him some credit. He didn't make me look good at all on Sunday. But neither did Derek Carr. So, is there anything these two can do uh, this season? Because they've got great defenses. The Titans' defense looked very good. Or was it Derek Carr making them look good? They hit Carr a lot. What can these two do to get, you know, to the next level offensively with their teams? Uh, uh, I think the saving grace for the saving grace for the faith is that uh, their real best offensive player, Alvin Camaro, will be back in a few weeks. Uh, so let's 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 hold it out before we before we uh, give a Derek Carr. For a Tannehill, I ain't got anything to say. Uh, this is the biggest biggest bowl of mediocrity that you could throw out there for quarterback. Uh, and unfortunately, they had to play against each other in the same game. I have no hope for Tannehill. Tannehill is what he is. If you got Tannehill on your team, he's a starter, you are not really trying to win the Super Bowl. You're just trying to be okay. And that's what the Titans will always be until they finally say, hey, let's try something different. Uh, maybe they'll go to either the second year or the rookie at some point in the season. I doubt it. Um, but I don't have any faith in Tannehill. I didn't know Alvin Kamara was out either. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he, he somebody else. You know, he, he has, oh, he, that. He, oh, yeah. Suspension. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nick. Yeah, so, you know, for, for whatever you say from that. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to kind of echo what, what Tara said here. Um, you know, the Titans, if they haven't figured out that Ryan Tannehill is the guy to this point, I'm not really sure what else it is they're looking for. Um, he's he's not good. He hasn't been good. 
um, you know, they'd be better off at least seeing what they've got in the young guys to see if either of those guys are worth hanging on to or, or moving on from and possibly getting into the quarterback sweepstakes um, for this coming draft. Uh, as far as the Saints, I think they'll be fine. As Terrence said, their real best offensive player now with Camaro will be back in a couple of weeks. And uh, Terry Carr is actually a, a pretty good quarterback, pretty, pretty decent quarterback at least, um, as I've made very clear on this show multiple times. So Saints will be fine. Titans are going to suck. And uh, they should be trying to get into the quarterback sweepstakes for next, next year's draft. Woo. All right. Ouch. Um, we'll see how it goes. Um, again, this same guy that I hear y'all talking about, he did have the Tennessee Titans in the AFC Championship game in 2019. They were number one seed in 2021. This with the that same. Had a lot more to do with Derrick Henry than it did Ryan Tannehill and the defense. I, I, I hear you, but I've also seen him with his arm beat even Terrence's Ravens, and that had nothing to do with Derrick Henry. But again, again, he's not great. He's not good. He's not bad either, though. I just, but he was bad yesterday. But that is a good defense that they went up against. He made some boneheaded decisions trying to force it. I don't know why people get divas and they think they need to do that. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it's just week one again. Not trying to overreact. Kamara coming back. That definitely would help Derek Carr out. Uh, but uh, we'll see. Anyway, the New York Jets have just. Tied the game up, or at least they're an extra point away from tying it. Zach Wilson led them down the field, and it's Garrett Wilson who just goes up and makes a circus catch um, in the end zone. Okay, well, you'll, you'll get a look at this. He made a circus catch over Tredavious White in a corner of the end zone, and he actually came down with it, and it is 13-12 uh, Buffalo, and an extra point here could tie it up, and that's exactly what they've done. So live. Oh, really? Okay. I just thought that Wilson run to inside the five. Oh, okay. Well, there's a flag for a delay of game, but that, okay, well, that extra point still going to count. So we've got a ball game. Four minutes, 55 seconds left, and the Jets, well, okay, they took the extra point off, so I guess they've got to re kick it. This could be bad. Let's see if they make this extra point again. Um, what else could go wrong for the? Wouldn't it be fitting for the Jets to. Missed this extra point this time around after getting pushed back five yards. <laughs> we'll see. <coughs> yeah, what a what a hell of a catch. He almost he almost botched that extra point the second time around, but he definitely got it in. Garrett Wilson saves the night so far. Uh, I need another quarter to be honest with you because I'm pretty sure Dalvin Cook hadn't got the fifty yards I need, um, and he probably won't. He has not. No, because I need him. I need him 50 yards also. What a uh, damn! What? Where is he at? 25? Nah, he's at 30 plus. I know. Uh, that ain't 35. enough. That ain't enough. Damn it! Hey, he's he's not gonna get 15 yards when they're in passing. Well, ah, uh, yeah, because if, if the if the Bills come back and score, which they're going to, they're gonna be throwing the ball instead of running it. He he may get five more yards, eight more yards at the most. This is some this a drag. This is some bullshit. But anyway, um. If I'm not mistaken, my Houston Astros didn't do what I expected them to do anyway, so it doesn't really matter for me. Uh, and that's crazy because they're playing the Oakland A's, the worst team in the fucking league. You can't make this shit up, people. Or then again, maybe that's exactly what they do. Uh, so what do we do here, guys? I mean, there's four minutes left. It's a tie game. Do we just say what the hell we did? We said what we had to say. It doesn't matter if we discuss who won or lost. Um, y'all ready to get out of here? We're at the hour mark, though. Um, I don't know. It, it's your call. 
But it's a but it's a ball game. What we need to do is pray for James Cook to get no more touches, because um, he's the only thing standing between me and winning a fantasy. Might win our fantasy rider this week. Wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! Does James Cook have fifty yards yet? Forty-five yards, I mean. James Cook has forty-three yards uh, rushing, I believe. Son of a bitch! I need him to get two more rushing yards. What do you mean he doesn't need to touch it anymore? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't need him to touch it because I am one point away from uh, two points away. I guess I'm, I'm up by one point from losing this week, so I need him not to touch the ball no more. <laughs> James Cook, Cook, you better get them two yards, damn it! You better get them two yards. And 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 Dalvin Cook. Get ready, get ready for next week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Dalvin Cook. Any more yards? Any more yards to Dalvin Cook will get tonight. It'll be screens. Trust me. So, I, I'm sure I'm already defeated. But anyway, um, I mean, like, again, guys, that's all I've got. It was been. It was. A, it was a great Sunday. A great week one. Can I get y'all Super Bowl picks before we leave? I mean, I'll give in mind. Do y'all not want to participate in that, or you don't have any picks? Wow. Wow. Well, Terrence, well, Terrence, I know what your pick should be next. I'll just go Ravens over Eagles, damn it. <laughs> well, I don't think the Eagles are going to get there. I hear you. Um, I hear you. I'm actually going to go Ravens over Cowboys. Wow. The disrespect. You know what, though? Nick, I hate to say it, man, and I promise you I'm not hating. I got the funniest feeling the Cowboys can take this division over you all this year. I really do. They look better. Yeah. I always don't, said. Don't let last night no, it's not about last night. But, I mean, they did show me some of the things that I was expecting. Look, I always said, if you put Brandon Cook on the outside next to C.D. Lamb, this is better for them. Even with that. And putting Stephon Gilmore on the other side of Diggs, that's dangerous. That's nasty. Now, there's ways you can beat the Cowboys because they have so much speed. But you can run at them. You can do some different things. Things that the 49ers can do. But, I mean, it won't be easy because this is a good damn team. The Buffalo Bills just fumbled the ball, and the New York Jets have regained the ball. And um, this is getting really crazy now. It's getting it's getting bonkers. We got a fight, I think, that it's broken out. Who fumbled that ball? Was it was it Cook? I believe it was Cook. Or was it Josh Allen? Let's see here. Who? If it's Cook, if it's Cook that's really about going good. Okay. Okay. Again, I needed them to get two more yards. Are y'all missing that part? Is this what? It, what <laughs> I, I needed. I needed the two yards. Who? Who? I don't know what happened here. I don't know if it was a bad snap or. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see here. They usually give that to the quarterback. Let's see. Here we go. Finally, a replay. Yeah, bad. Just a shotgun. For whatever reason, Josh Allen took his eye off of it. He picks it back up, and he gets smacked in the face, and he fumbles. And that's what he gets. He gets on my fucking nerves with that, man. Like, who are you? Who do you who do you think you are? And they're, they're, they're not playing with you. They, they're trying to punch you in the face. And he, he gets everything he deserves tonight. Horrible game for Josh Allen. Horrible. Huh? No, 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 no. Look, I'm telling you, I watched this guy. I, I've been a big fan of him, but let me tell you something. I looked in his eyes one day on the game, on the field. He got up after a play, and, like, like he immediately expected for the defenders to just get off of me. Get off of me. I'm on the ground. I'm a quarterback. Bruh, you just ran 
15 yards like you're a running back and wouldn't slide. What do you mean? Like, I'm just sick of his childish play or, or you know, his stubbornness. Like, dude, chill out, play quarterback, and when you take off and tuck the ball, expect to get hit like you are playing a different position. And I'm just sick of that because I don't like his attitude towards that. And um, and him and the Stephon Diggs situation. I'm, I don't care who's, who fault it is or who's at fault here, but there's some times where it looks like Diggs wanted to knock his ass off. So, I just, I don't like his attitude. I just don't. Um, man, you're going to run like that and play like that, get expect, expect to get hit like that, period. You know, stick to, stay in your lane if you don't want to get hit like that and just throw the football. That's just how I see it. Uh, and it's, it's really started to work my nerves. So, I, I'm not even mad at what I just saw there. So, you pick the ball up and you think you're just going to run over these guys? Man, hell no. Jets were not going for that tonight. And that's why they're um, in position to win this game here. Maybe Dalvin Cook will get the yards we need, Nick. But, um, Cook, I don't know. You know Josh Allen's not running the ball again unless he's running with it. He, he will be throwing the rest of the way when he gets it back, if he gets it back. So I'm pretty sure I'm out of that uh, as far as uh, their Cook. Let's see what the other Cook does. That's not Cook. That's Breeze Hall. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely Cook regardless. I need 15 rushing yards from Dalvin Cook. I need four receiving yards from Alan Lazard. And I need... 36 receiving yards from Garrett Wilson. Ah. Uh, um, in order to catch my parlay, so. Well, if the Jets can get this first down, they're not, they're not, you know, in a hurry to throw the ball. They want to milk the clock. I just, I just need Cook to just burst for a good, a good 20, you know, just a good 20 and lay down. And, and he can go to the sideline for the rest of the night. <laughs> uh, but that's not going to happen, I'm sure. Uh, but anyway, guys, one more time. Who's winning this game before we, who's going to win? The Jets. The Jets are going to win. 323 left. It's third and one. I think they, gonna pull it off. they give it to Cook, and Cook doesn't even get the damn yard. They're going to have to go forward inside the 20, or they're going to punt it back to Buffalo because he did not get that first down. We couldn't even get Cook to get a yard. We need him to get 15. He couldn't even get one. That's a good start by Buffalo. Uh, impressed with the Buffalo Bills run defense. I actually thought that, you know, Cook and Brees Hall was going to kind of have their way. I was wrong. Oh, well, well, Hall did for a minute, but he hadn't done anything since he broke rules for those big those big plays earlier in the game. Yeah, his, his first two runs went for 109 yards. He's gone for like 15 cents. Yeah, yeah, they definitely tighten up after that. They definitely tighten up. Uh, looks like they're going to get it just the first down, but it's, it's some bull because he really didn't get it. Well, he's like a chain link short, but um, I don't know what Salah going to do here. It's really not fourth and one. It's like fourth and a toe. So what, what would you do here even though you're at the 20? On your 20. Yeah. Well, we're about to find out if they should be out of the league or not because they're definitely going for it. Um. A lot of worried Jet fans, you know. A lot of worried Jet fans. They're worried about Aaron Rodgers, and now they have to get back to reality. He's not coming back tonight. Are we going to win this game? Maybe they're going to try to draw him off. Let's see how dumb Buffalo is. No, they went for it. They did get it, though. All right, we're back in the ball game for Dalvin Cook. Back in the ball game. We're live. Monday Night Football. You're going to hear this on a terrific Tuesday. The Great Debate Show available wherever you get your podcast. Hit that follow button. So you can be notified when we come back on a Friday when we give week two predictions. Thursday night, 
that's something you may want to talk about, Nick, as we finish this game here. Uh, your your Eagles will be playing the Minnesota Vikings on Amazon Prime uh, Thursday night. Um, I'm sure you got your Eagles to win, but – I'm looking forward to a good bounce back game for us. Um, like I said, you know, Bill Belichick being the, the GOAT, you know, he's, he's always going to make it tough even for teams, you know, even in situations where he may be outclassed talent-wise. Um, and so he certainly did that on, on Sunday. Um, I think well, I think we'll be ready to roll on Thursday and I'll be able to, to put it to the Vikings a little bit better than we did against the Patriots. So I'm not too worried. Okay. I was tripping too earlier. I said that the Jets were on their twenty. They they they, they recovered the fumble from the Bills. They they were on the Buffalo Bills twenty. Uh they yeah, probably they definitely weren't gonna play. That that yeah, but that would have been a fire. I mean that's that's damn near worth getting fired if they don't get that fourth and in inches, that fourth and in a toe. I know it's nothing but a toe. But if you don't get it, you're giving the ball right back to the Bengals to the Bills. And you and you could have got the three, which probably could have won the game. I just realized how significant or how dangerous that was. Um, am I the only one that thinks that? I mean, if they don't get it, they don't get any points. Oh, it was de- it was definitely risky. Um, but you know, you you play it. You, it's that's gonna be one of the teams that you expect to be right there with you. Um, yeah. At the end of the season, you play to win so, the game, uh, huh? You want to make sure you close it out. You want to put it on your guys and say, hey, we you know we got half an inch to be able to essentially take this you know take this game down to basically nothing and, and secure the win. Yeah. Here and get it done, and, uh, and I'm just now seeing since my stream is clearly behind, uh, which is crazy because I'm streaming this one legally. Um, it's on ESPN. You know, you know, you know you stream some of these games illegally, are you? You know what? You're not implying that you stream some of these games illegally, are you? <laughs> All I'm saying is that this one is being streamed legally. Mostly legally because the login isn't actually mine; it's my parents. But so it's, it's mostly legal. I'm, I've been given access to the login, so there we go. Yeah, you're you're pretty um, you're pretty good behind though, for real. You're you're really good behind. At least two plays yeah. behind. It sounds like it. Yeah, yeah, that's about what it's been about two, two, two and a half plays, give or take. But uh, but yeah, like I said, you know, the Jets they were able to pick it up. And uh, so they, they can really tick this clock down and, and uh, be able to get out of here with the win, even with, with Aaron Rodgers going down. So that's that's pretty huge for them. That would be. It could, could turn out to be the case. Yeah. Um, depending on how long Aaron Rodgers is out. So so after what you've seen tonight, all the Jets, was DJ Reed, the cornerback for the New York Jets, right, when he said they could be historic this year? Because his defense has definitely popped Josh Allen in the mouth all night. I will give a big shout out to uh, Jordan Whitehead of the Jets, who I saw a stat a little bit ago. He was the first Jets player to have three picks in a game since Tyler. He got all three of the picks. He got all three. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, when did Tyler do that? What year did Tyler do that? I believe they said it was 2008. Don't quote me on that. Damn, I was gonna say like 2003 or four. I thought 2008. Okay. Wow. He was was he, he wasn't even a Patriot then, was he? No, he was even a Jet. Tell I was a Jet. I think that what they were saying. I think they were saying the first one to do it for the Jets. I don't think they said the first one to do it in the league. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Wow, I don't even remember that. Don't even remember that. Come I on, Cook. I, I could be wrong. I'm, I, I don't remember exactly what the reference said, but I know Tyler. That's cool. That's when either for the Jets or in the league. Period. Right, right. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Right, right. That's cool. All right, Davin Cook. Screw you. You didn't get it done for me tonight. It's all good. I still like you, but damn, man. All I asked for was twenty, you know, forty-five yards here, thirty-five yards there. Damn, that's too much to ask for. I didn't go crazy with the 
Aaron Rodgers is going to throw 300, 275. I didn't do that. I didn't I didn't put any of the quarterbacks in the parlay. I can't get 45 rushing yards. Damn. I can't get 45 measly rushing yards. I'm not doing that anymore this season. I'm just going for the running backs, receiving yards, over or under. Forget all the alternate rushing shit because nobody rush. Running backs don't rush the ball anymore, do they? They just catch it out of the backfield, catch screens, go on the slide, wide receiver. Boy, things have changed. But we did have a great week one. And um, I don't know, man. Cook looks like he doesn't find the holes or the gaps is good in his offense yet. Maybe it's going to take him some time. He's just getting there, um, getting acclimated. But I see everybody else kind of getting a little bit more than him. He should have got that one yard. They wouldn't have had to go for it. Uh, yeah, he didn't bounce out as quick as that. But anyway, the Vikings, man, if they go 0-2, whoo, the Vikings are already going to be in some early trouble. Kirk Cousins last year on contract with the Vikings. Don't know where he'll go, if anywhere, next year. Uh, maybe the Titans could try Kirk Cousins out in free agency if this whole Malik Willis, Will Levis thing doesn't work. Um, who else could use Kirk Cousins? Because this looks like it's about to get bad. Anybody got to say anything about Baker Mayfield as we wait on this game to finish? They did beat the Vikings, and we ain't said much about it. Mike Evans got in the end zone. We know he didn't get the deal he wanted, so we know he'll probably get out of there. This will definitely be his final year. I'm thinking it'll be his final six games, seven games, where he'll probably get traded. Um, but anything about Baker Mayfield is the New York Jets just kicked the field goal and took a 16-13 lead. They still left way too much time on the field for Josh Allen and the Bills. But the way the defense has been playing, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah, Baker. Yeah, we'll see. Baker Mayfield. Anything about Baker? Did anybody catch that? I didn't see much, but he didn't look bad. Uh, hey, he played better than what I thought he was capable of. Uh, hopefully, he continues it. Uh, I just don't have much faith in him. Yeah, right, right. Uh, that game was not available via any legal streams, uh, <laughs> and so I did not watch it. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I've seen some of it, and you know, like he's Baker Mayfield. It was mediocre, but again, he got the dub and. The Vikings defense looked pretty bad. Um, not that I'm surprised. We saw them lose to the Giants the last game they played in the wild card. And um, it doesn't look much better. Brian Flores is there now as the D.C. He's got some work to do. We'll see how that goes. Uh, hadn't heard anything about his case anymore. That, they've gotten so quiet with that. Um, but that's the NFL for you. Um, so Terrence said, uh, if anybody missed it, Terrence said, Ravens over Cowboys, Super Bowl 58. Nick went Eagles over Ravens. So we've got the Ravens in two Super Bowl picks here. And I said 49ers over Dolphins in the Super Well, I don't know if I told you all 49ers will win. But, yeah, I'm t- saying it now, yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll beat the Dolphins. I think we will. I think that's how it'll go. Uh, I'm not afraid of the Chiefs. I do think we can beat the Chiefs. But with Chris Jones coming back, man, he makes – he just – he just fucked up. He just fucked it up for everybody, you know. Like we we thought we had a chance, and then he just he just shows up like nah, nah, not yet. The twenties belong to us. Um, and if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl this year, that would be like three Super Bowls in five seasons. That would definitely be a dynasty, right? 
Yeah, I, I think I, I wouldn't have a problem with putting them in that category already with the five straight AFC championship or uh, posting the AFC championship five straight years and going to the Super Bowl, what, three of three out of those five years? Yeah. I wouldn't have a problem already putting them in that, in that category personally. Yeah, I hear you because it's still two out of four. You know, two Super Bowl chips out of four years. So, yeah, you're about right. But this would definitely seal the deal if they could win this year. But I'm really hoping that doesn't happen. Because if it does happen, man, I'm sorry, man. Shanahan still got to go. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just I really do mean that shit. Because, you know, what would the reason be on why we didn't win? And I'm pretty sure it would be we didn't make enough plays offensively when we needed to. And one thing Kyle Shanahan does he always tries to make sure that defense is so good, you won't hold him accountable for the shit he's lacking uh, when it matters the most offensively. As good as he is, does a, he, he does a lot of questionable things, man, when it matters the most deep in the season. So, we'll see. Um, and I also thought Kittle wasn't playing Sunday. That was another reason why I picked the Steelers because we don't do good without Kittle. And, I mean, I'm just talking about blocking purposes, but he played. And, um, and he didn't look bad at all for, uh, to have a bad growing. All right, Josh Allen, a minute and 47. He steps up, he runs again, and he gets clobbered again. And he gets about seven or eight, though. And they're rushing, and we'll see what happens here. I'm going to do a little commentary play-by-play -play here, I guess. Um, are the Bills going to win this game here, or are the Jets going to hold on? Y'all already said the Jets were going to win, but... All right, the Bills got the ball, though, and they're moving. Gabe Davis, first down, Buffalo. Shout out to West Side Gun. Shout out to Conway the Machine and all those, those, those rappers out of there in Buffalo. I listen to these guys on a daily basis, and they get me through the day a lot. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're probably somewhere in the stands, too. Buffalo. Josh Allen is about to get rocked, but he fires one in on the digs. And that's another first down for Buffalo. They left a lot of time on the clock, as I said. They're moving fast. 42 seconds. They're at midfield. A little past midfield. And that's Diggs again. But now they're saying Diggs pushed. Did he push Gardner? Yeah, they're going to get an offensive P.I. on Diggs there. He's actually gotten the best of Gardner tonight, though, guys. I know you all said a lot about Sauce last year, but up until that play, he he ain't did too bad. No, no Stephon Diggs had a pretty good game, I believe. I haven't looked at the numbers, but I've seen him on a number of, I've seen him on a number of catches. So. Yeah, I've seen him moving the chains quite a bit, though. Let's see if that was worth calling. That's a bullshit flag, y'all. They shouldn't have threw that. I don't think it was that bad. Do you? Am I wrong? Uh, that's a little ticky. Terrence, what you see? Are you there, Terrence? Well, Terrence said, fuck it. The game. I didn't think they were that bad of a. I mean, if a contact sport is going to be some contact, to me, unless you fucking yeah, so what happened to not throwing flags when the, when, the, when the game's on the line? Now they're, now they're doing it, though. Ah. And. Yeah. And they never get held accountable. It was. They both had their hands on each other. I can see if you. You know a push when you did. To me, that wasn't much of a push. So that tells me that the Jets are going to win this game because that first down would have been a little bit too much for the Bills or for the Jets to overcome. So I know who's going to win now. 
uh, after a flag like that. That's bull to, to me. I'm sorry. I, I'm not throwing a flag right there. Um, and I hate when it comes down to this. So now it's first and 20. They were across the midfield, and now they're pushed back, back to the 45-yard line. Josh Allen, three interceptions, and he's only completed three of seven when he's thrown 15 yards or more down the field. He went right back to guess who? Diggs again. Uh, a top five wide receiver in this league. When you when you need him, you can count on him. I'll say it that time and time again. He didn't push anybody that time. 28 seconds left, though. I think this game is going to overtime. If it does, hey, man, who cares who wins the game? We know what's what with the Jets. They have a good defense, a great defense. That's no surprise to us. We know Buffalo. They're gonna they're gonna be better. Uh, they're not gonna be playing the Jets every week. Ah, you still on that James Cook shit? Yeah, I, am. I need his fantasy win. Yeah, and he don't worry about it though. They have to throw the ball, and I don't think they're gonna run the ball again, even if it goes in overtime. If anybody runs the ball, it's gonna be Josh Allen. He just can't help yeah. himself. So I think you'll be fine. I don't care who wins the game. Right, right. Now, I don't care about that either anymore. Well, I never did. I was in a win-win situation if these guys could have just gotten their yards. But nobody runs the ball anymore these days. Or not enough. It's second and five, and that's Diggs again. And Sauce Sauce is going to have to follow him because this is on read, these last two catches. What's up, Sauce? You may want to follow him. You may want to travel with him. They're gonna they're gonna uh, spike it now with 16 seconds left. 16, 13. We're live, Podbean. Thank you to the listeners. Um, the Great Debate Show. We're, we're we're ready to get out of here, but we just wanted to just try to at least um, you know briefly speak on you know what happened, who won, and why. And does Aaron Rodgers play next week? Ooh. Can we find? Can we find out who the Jets have next week? Uh, let's find out. Yes. Sixteen seconds left. Josh Allen, second and ten. He's going in the end zone, and that just that was out of reach. Jets play the Cowboys next week in Dallas. Oh wow! Oh wow! Aaron Rodgers doesn't get to go to Dallas. None of those games are easy. And then the Eagles. Those are all stout defenses, man. And I told you that the early part of their schedule was was kind of kind of nasty. I said that. I've said that before. Oh. Cowboys. At, at Cowboys, Patriots at home, Chiefs at home, at Broncos, Eagles at home. That's their next five weeks, so it's uh I thought it was um, going to be tough with Aaron Rodgers. Hopefully, if it's not the Achilles, it's still probably a, a pretty severe high ankle sprain. Um, and so that's, you know, that's probably at least four weeks there for him. I just can't see Aaron Rodgers missing the Cowboy game. Now, if it's something really tore, it's tore. But, man, don't you just, how many times have we done this? Aaron Rodgers does it to the Cowboys again. As good as the Cowboys' defense looked last week. I'm going to make a bold prediction that Aaron Rodgers will play and Aaron Rodgers will do what he does against the team that he grew up hating the most because he grew up a 49er fan. So he loves to do this to Dallas. And I can see him doing it again if he can play. And if he does, 
It probably wasn't shit wrong with him in the first place. But we'll see. We, that remains to be seen. Third and 10, 10 seconds left. I heard Terrence saying they should kick the field goal. They did not do so. Now they have to. Six seconds left, incomplete. This is it. This is the game. If uh, it goes to overtime, we're just going to kill it there. By the time everyone hears this, you all, of course, will know who won. And we've already gave our thoughts, you know, our takes on this game. Buffalo, um, not so good. Josh Allen, even worse. But this is a good damn defense uh, that he's going up against. And he got smacked around a little bit tonight. Um, he always bounces right back up, though, no problem. I just didn't like last season how he, he bounces back up like, get your hands off of me. Like, dude, this is a 50-yard field goal. I didn't know it was that far. But it's good. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, it still went in. <laughs> wow. We're going to overtime. That's crazy. It still went in. I'm glad it did because Diggs looked like he's ready to whoop somebody's ass if, it, if, if they missed it. Damn. Did you, did you get a look at Diggs just there on the side on the bench? Man. Uh <laughs> No, nah, man. Nah, him and Josh Allen, I'm telling you, that thing is going to boil over at some point. It's happening. And I'm not saying Diggs isn't the problem. I mean, him and Cousins had some issues, and they got rid of them. I still think before the trade deadline, depending on what the Bills look like, depending on what the Bills can go do, if they can go get a Mike Evans or something, they're going to get rid of Diggs. I still think that's going to happen. But um, but he's a top five receiver. It's just He's a diva. You know how they do. Um, but guys, we're gonna wrap it up. We're we're about to hit the ninety minute mark. No sense in hanging around. Um, ain't that some shit? We got some sleep last night because it was a blowout and it wasn't even a game. And now on a Monday night, they're trying to keep us up all night long. Sixteen, sixteen overtime. Um, I still think the Bills are gonna win. That's what I've been saying all along. Even though the Jets have played very good defense. Uh, but anyway. The Jets definitely do need this. They need it more than the Bills. They actually do. But you guys say the Jets are going to win? I don't really care. Y'all got anything else before we get out of here? Um, we're not, I'm, not, I'm not hanging around for this overtime. <laughs> no, I don't have anything else. <laughs> Nick? Nah, man. That's it. Just keep the ball out of James Cook's hands. That's all I have. Oh, man. Here he goes again. <laughs> all right, man. This fantasy. Fantasy face? All right, we out of here, guys. I hope you all enjoyed the show. We ran down week one. We'll be back on a Friday to preview week two in the NFL. 49ers, Rams, uh, Thursday night, Eagles, Vikings. I think we all got Philly in a clean sweep. But, hey, remember what I said. I've always said this. Those Thursday night games can be very, very tricky, even though I don't see the Vikings beating the Eagles. But the Eagles didn't look that good when they did the Vikings. But we're going to go Philly. We're going to go Philly here. And uh, I want to see Jalen Hurts and those guys kind of tighten up a little bit. Kind of tighten up just a little bit. That's all we. That's all I got. We out of here, y'all. Please, whatever you do, be safe out there. Get up. Keep up, guys.